You saw what I did to Cactus Jack. That match was a couple of weeks ago. He's probably still got the ice pack strapped onto his shoulders, strapped onto his ribs right now. You see, because all you people are going to remember that Cactus Jack got his hand raised one, two, three. Oh, that was great. Did you ever think I cared about winning a match? I measure wins and losses by pints of blood, by broken bones, by ice packs that you need just to get to sleep at night. Cactus Jack, you had your events. Texas Deathmatch, Philadelphia, ECW Arena. You, you bumped chairs on my head. You DDT'd me on the floor. You've given me a serious brain concussion. Well, what you thought was going to be to your benefit, Cactus Jack, is going to be one of the biggest miscalculations in your career. Because I know you're getting ready to ask. I know you're getting ready to ask. One great iconic song just over and over and over again. And then they became a Triple H's house band and it's just sure. like <laughs> and It's we'll, a good gig. It's weird because Lemmy was in Hawkwind, right? And then they kicked yeah, him there's out. No way, there's no way Triple H fucks with Hawkwind. <laughs> no, no, God, <laughs> no. no. Like, maybe Vince has listened to Hawkwind. <laughs> but, like, like Shane is, like, he's got, the, like, the 74 Live album. But, yeah, tr- uh, Triple H only listens to, to music. He, he, he goes to, back to 75 and no further. Yeah. He likes Cashmere, but none of the earlier Zeppelin. Um Welcome to wrestling. I feel like he likes Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. He probably loves them. Yeah. Black. Oh, man. That's a name I haven't. BRMC, of course. Welcome to wrestling is gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. And we have a special guest here uh, today. It's Colette from Athens. Um, Well, shit. I could could bleep that. Uh, But you're. It's Colette. uh, Colette Arend. Arend? Arond? Mm -hmm. Oh, you got it right the first time. Mm, I'm good at that. I worked in a call center for many years, you see. Um, it's Colette Aaron. Yeah, um, you got my um, obnoxious real last name right first time. I can't even remember what that was. All I remember is De Havilland. Um, yeah, which I know which, because I'm a, a, a great lover of the cinematic arts. Um, exactly. Colette, how are you doing? I can't complain. Just uh, ready to talk about great sweatpants and t-shirts, wrestlers. <laughs> are they sweatpants? I I. I, it's a I think there's sweatpants sometimes. In at least sometimes one of these matches, the material is something that I'm not sure I've ever actually felt with my own hands. Like Zubas? Yeah. It's definitely Zubas. Yeah. And at least one. Yeah. Um, what do we got anyway, here? Siobhan, hit us with the, with, the, with the subject. Okay, so this is Wrestling is Gross, episode number 21. 21. Blackjack. Um, I have it written down, now, 21. Now, this is going to come out on some day, I don't 
It's going to come out on August 27th. So if you're listening okay. to this now, I'm sure that you have subscribed and that you saw it pop up in your feed, whether you had to drag down to refresh or you have one of the auto refresh happens every 30 minutes, which on my phone, I just want to make sure I always have the pods beaming directly into my face. So if you have that or if you had to drag down immediately, uh, drag down uh, manually, hopefully you have immediately downloaded this. You're listening to this on August 27th. Now, why is August 27th significant? Now, that would be the 25th anniversary of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship title tournament held by Eastern Championship Wrestling in the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where Shane Douglas defeated two cold storms. Scorpio in the final, and then immediately threw down the title, declared the Eastern Championship heavyweight title to be a real world title. Then, two di- then after that, uh, on the twenty eighth, officially it became Extreme oh, Championship Wrestling. Was Todd it the twenty eighth? Well, no, the show. I mean, nobody okay. gives a shit about the twenty eighth. Here's the thing: there's a timeline though, and then the thirtieth is when the first ECW Hardcore TV as Extreme Championship Wrestling okay. aired with Todd Gordon saying, "We are no longer e- Eastern Championship Wrestling; we are Extreme Championship Wrestling." So <laughs> that's why we have a variety of days when, in the, in when, the event that <laughs> editing becomes a pain in the ass. When Todd we, Gordon we are, invented the word "extreme," of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so this is like one of those like uh, only like two guys signed the actual Declaration of Independence on the fourth, and the rest signed it on like August second or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. This is that, but for wrestling, exactly. Yeah, uh, even you know, even down in uh, southern-ish Philly, because and and Defense Hall is not in South Philly; it's in fucking Center City. But anyway, um, how about how how long would it take you to walk from Swanson and Rittner to Independence Hall? Is that where they got that big bell? Yeah, the ECW Arena. That's where the big bell is. <laughs> yeah, yes. remember Kimono Wanalea? She rang the bell. She like, danced atop the top. <laughs> <laughs> the night Kimono Wanalea danced atop the Independence Bell. Yeah, it would be like thirty. It'd be like a half hour walk, but train, but on the subway, it's like nothing. Cool. It's not far. Philly's a compact city. It's a, it's a anyway, small place. Uh, you see the the guy running up the stairs. Um, there's a museum there, but it's closed. Um, yeah, it's, I, I've, I've been to uh, Philadelphia one time and it was to see that CCW and ring of honor double header when I was 13 years old. Um, I don't remember anything about it except for that. I saw the wife beater get a, uh, weed whacker to the chest. Um, and there's video evidence of me marking out for the, the hit squad, um, which I believe Trever or one of those guys, uh, was able to screenshot where I'm wearing a plaid, uh, a plaid or like a tartan sort of uh, button down, but it's open and underneath it is like a Led Zeppelin shirt because it was 2002. Uh, oh yeah, um, we oh, yes now <laughs> now we now of course this means it's 25th anniversary of ECW. Now what does that mean? Well, here's the thing: talking about ECW holistically um, is fucking boring. I don't want to do that. I don't, we I don't we tried. We looked for some yeah, stuff that would like fit this timeline, but it wasn't. Well, Ninety four is interesting. Talking about individual things, we're talking about like the G- the vision of Paul Heyman and all of that shit, and like how it revolutionizes the industry. Dull as dishwater. I don't fucking want to do that. I want to talk about individual weirdos and stuff that was cool. So we're gonna do that uh, huh. at least once. We're gonna do that right fucking now. Yeah. We're gonna talk about who is now. 
here's some revisionism that the that the, Mr. ECW is Tommy Dreamer. Bullshit. <laughs> Mr. ECW is Jim Fullington, the Sandman himself. <laughs> is it Fullington? I thought I thought it was Fullington. Fullerton for some reason. Okay. No, it's Ful- it's Fullington. Fullington. Uh, that, yeah, I, is, yeah. I think that's I, in my head. It's you know it it is. Like Sabu and RVD are actually up there above Tommy Dreamer as well, but Sandman was there from what ninety three. Uh, I do want to say the to reason, the end. yeah, except for when he was Hack, uh, and that's a great run, and we are going to talk about that at some point in the future because we, yeah, the, we were going to yeah, do the twentieth, hard- the twentieth anniversary of the WCW Hardcore Battle Royal in the, <laughs> the, year, yeah, the Junkyard no, Invitational. Yeah, we missed it. We missed it. Like it was supposed to be last month, but we had other no. stuff we had to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to do uh, an, a, a the year hardcore broke episode of, uh, and it's going to be that yeah. hardcore Hall Sal Snow and all the all that weird shit that just happened because oh the hardcore Holly one where they go into the river yeah and Memphis Day Massacre I don't that invented a trope yeah I don't yeah I don't know what that episode is going to be I mean I just I just like calling it the year hardcore broke no it's a great name the trope being this could end anywhere in the city of what what is the what is the trope that you're describing there, Colette? Oh, that like if there's a Falls Count Anywhere style match anywhere near a river, that it will end okay. up in the river. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they uh, they've gone to the Gulf of Mexico. They've done all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, something about that Attitude Era version of that felt more dangerous, um, even though it was clearly very dumb. They had to bring it back for WWECW. Yeah, yeah, the true, right. the true ECW. Yeah, of course, we're gonna get around to that one of these days too, because we're gonna. If the show, I keep saying, if the show's still going in 2021, like it's like I'm gonna find something better to do. Um, we're gonna run, <laughs> we're gonna run that 15th anniversary show, baby. We're gonna do that, uh, that real shit. Uh, that's the the real. I mean, shit how many? Is. I mean, how many episodes do we can we do we have where we can't talk about Regal? We could talk about Regal on every episode. He's and only been he, on one the, episode. He's only your, been on one episode, episode so where we talked about yes. him and Finley at Uncensored. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we talked about Dave Taylor also, but uh, uh, Colette, I just want to say uh, I'm going to hit you uh, with some DMs later with just some. Uh, recommended reading uh, or viewing okay. rather. Right. Uh, there's like four matches that you need that I should have sent you before, but we, you had to watch Sandman matches, so I didn't send them to you yet. Um, <laughs> but there's a few matches that are very important for everyone who is a part of the extended wrestling is gross family and universe to watch to understand uh, what we're going for here. And one of those matches is called Paratenkampf. Uh, it's from Hamburg, Germany in 1986, and it's Dave Taylor, of course, former tag team partner of William Regal, and uh, and uh, Franz von Beuten? Is that... Yes. Yeah. Um, it's probably not how you pronounce his name, but that's the agreed upon way. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It works. It works. It's a, it's a match where they're... It's a chain match where they're attached to the wrist by a chain. Um, yeah. And then it's also a flag match where the winner has to go and grab the other person's flag or something like that. Yeah, um, this sounds great. It's the sweatiest, like most gay porn match of all time. It's fantastic. You um, had me at chain. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, I'll and make sure to. Still, and it, it looks and it looks like like a Herzog movie. I, so I said it was. <laughs> it reminded me of. Uh, I think it was the first time we actually brought up the name of uh, Reiner Werner Fassbender. On yes. this on this podcast, which we actually have talked about his films a couple of times at this point to God, describe. Goddamn, know how much I, I like to make uh, bitter tears of Petra von, von Kant. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly that. what that match is. Um, 
but yeah, so the entire deal with the uh, the Sandman choice is that I asked Colette. Uh, Colette, of course, is a regular caller to the best show um, with Tom Sharpling, and that is how I know her. Uh, she's also a personality on Twitter that has uh, <laughs> many many posts. I would assume I see you post regularly enough. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a thing. We're we're all out here posting. That's there's it's nothing to be ashamed of, or it's everything to be ashamed of. I'm not. Uh, I don't post a lot anymore, so I have very little shame anyway. It's great. I just stopped posting, and now I feel nothing. And it's I just am a, uh, just a, a sack of uh, emotionless uh, f- uh, flubber and fluid. And uh, one of these days I'll post again, and I'll get like 12 likes, and I'll be like, hell yeah, and I'll just I'll die happy. Um, but <laughs> Colette is a regular caller to the best show, um, and she is a poet. Is that right? I am, yeah. I've seen some of that. Um, I don't understand poetry, but what you do seems good. I don't. <laughs> if it's not I mean, go- if it's not good, it's yeah. fine. I don't. If 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 you don't think it's good, um, I I I read it. I read something uh, like two weeks ago, and I was like, huh, okay. And that that's all I can. That's the only positive thing I can do with poetry. So it's uh, a not the unironic makes you think is is the goal yeah isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean also like i don't know my first my first book was about pro wrestling so okay um that might be that might be one to jump into okay what is the is that what's the what's the title on that and uh, uh it's called hold me gorilla monsoon okay okay <laughs> is that um, uh is is that uh a personal thing uh, uh, I stole it from a stand-up comedian. I, like James Adomian did, does that as okay. like part of his bit for um, his Jesse, Jesse Ventura impersonation. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, James Adomian, uh, extended friend of the show. Uh, you only have to take two leaps to get uh, from from <laughs> our show to James Adomian. It's us to Brian from Street Fight, Brian to Street, Brian from Street Fight to Chapo Trap House, and then there's James Adomian, and that's this. That's like two degrees of podcast separation. Um, there you go. Yeah, so you're you're a part of that now. Um, I guess he's been on the best show, so it's actually one degree. If you oh, we we, we talk, we talk sometimes. Okay, very nice. Um, get him on the show. We'd love to have him on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, today Sandman. Um, I had mentioned to you a few months ago. I would like to do a show with you. You end up talking about wrestling, uh, whether you plan on it or not. It comes up when you call the best show. Tom Sharpling is very on the periphery. 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 Periphery of being a wrestling fan. He's like right there on the edge. He loves promos. He's, he's a very peripheral wrestling He's a fan. very peripheral. <laughs> yeah, he loves that guy um, for sure. Um, <laughs> and he, he is constantly putting in his sound collages, he puts the Macho Man shit. Nothing means nothing, of course. Um, and he's like right there in the edge. And so I knew that you were a fan and I found you on Twitter. It's actually, I didn't know how to find you, but I, I, I stumbled across you and I was like, oh, and then I followed you. And then months later, I asked you to come on the show and I asked you what you'd like to, what you'd like to talk about. What's a thing that is sort of in your wheelhouse. And you yeah. told me one of your favorite freak show matches um, is, and this, I'm going to just go ahead and say, this might be the worst match we've ever talked about on this show. <laughs> uh, is, Do you really think it's worse than... Uh, Ian Rotten versus e- Peter Be Beautiful? I would say Ian and uh, Corp versus CM Punk and Adrian Serrano. No, we didn't. Technically... We didn't cover that show. We, we didn't. We didn't actually talk about that. We talked about how we planned to talk about it, but we didn't actually. We talk talked about, that about match. talking about that exactly. match on that episode. <laughs> this is the Sandman <laughs> versus Cactus Jack 
from ECW, uh, February 4th, 1995. This is a Texas death match. It is from the arena. And, um, yeah, it might not be the worst match we've ever talked about in this show, but it is, it is rough, but for good reason. <laughs> um, the reason you selected this is primarily because, uh, Cactus Jack attacks Sandman in the interest and the interest in the entrance and, uh, and hits him with a chair four times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, early chair shots don't even look like they're swung super hard, but they land no. with a thud that makes the chair seem very heavy. Um, and yeah, his, he, uh, Cactus Jack looks like he's barely moving his arms. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and then immediately Sandman just seems done. Um, and and so this match is notorious for being the match where Sandman becomes concussed very early on and then keeps forgetting the finish. Is that the story? Yeah, that is the story. But also, I, it's not the chair shots that do it. Like, that's just Sandman in his, like, usual... <laughs> Like okay. malaise. Okay. Um, it's the frying pan. It's the frying pan Which, that does it. God, oh. that's a horrific noise. Okay. It's disgusting. Like if you if you've read Mick Foley's book, like his first one, he talks about how like uh, fans at the ECW arena would go to the dollar store next door and just pick up weapons to hand to people. Um, and like he just hadn't accounted for the fact that that was like an actual like solid metal frying mm. pan. He thought that it was cheap and it wasn't. Um, so breaking it over the Sandman's head, like, just concusses him immediately, and he looks like a zombie for the rest of the match. Okay, so when does that, does that happen, what, two or three minutes in? Is that, that's pretty early, right? It's, yeah, it's within, like, the first four minutes. Okay. Uh, and then there's about another ten minutes. Yeah, this is not a long right. match, but it, for, considering that, uh, two thirds oh, it of it, feels it, like it goes on forever. Yeah, yeah, and the, it's not exciting, the crowd is not into it, um... <laughs> Here's here's the thing. I'm going to make a a hard an impassioned defense of this match. This is um this this is a shoot style Texas death match. Uncooperative is <laughs> how Akira Maeda would work a a Texas death match. Oh man, Maeda Maeda versus Jack. I'd love to see it. You love to see it's it. Just, yeah, he's just he's just like it seems like in a way it. It, it, it exposes the business deeply, but also the end result is that, that it doesn't matter. But it feels hilarious in the idea that um, okay, so to just I mean, like, what actually happens in this match? Is enough happening in this match to like just just spoil it now? I mean, yeah. I mean, th- I mean, yeah. there's there's good spots. There, I don't know. I want to I want to just give a shout out to a couple of things if we're gonna do this. Yeah. Um, there's a moment where Sandman hangs through the ropes, like upside down by his ankles, uh, kind of like a like a Buddy Rose sort of spot, and then he just lands on the top of his head after like a very slight <laughs> drop kick to the back. Um, and then there's a moment on the floor where he does a drop toe hold to get like control, um, but it, he drop toe holds Jack into the barricade. But it's less of a drop toe hold, more like he just sort of like falls over, and then Jack slightly trips over his foot, um, <laughs> and then. The, the, probably the highlight of this entire match for me, uh, right as Joey Styles says, Sam is 277 pounds, which is a <laughs> shockingly high number. Um, he does a slingshot, like three ninjas VHS cover <laughs> kick. Um, yeah. <laughs> like perfectly. I mean, not perfectly, but at this point I'm like wondering if he's concussed or just if the cocaine was good that night or whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Both probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 
yeah, there's there's stuff here, uh, but like the crowd is totally dead, which is fair. Um, Joey keeps saying on the commentary, Joey Styles uh, keeps saying, "Look at his head." Uh, yeah, I guess he's got a bump on his head. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's I not... can't fucking yeah. I can't tell. It wasn't what, that visual. Yeah, like it's it's bizarre. very sweaty. Yeah, there's there's definitely sweat there. Um, also, I think this is the first time. Is this the first time Nancy Benoit has appeared on a on a? Yes, this yeah. is the first appearance of woman, and it's uh, it's weird. Nancy Sullivan. <laughs> I don't know. Should I, I shouldn't call her Nancy Benoit. Um, <laughs> but that's what I wrote down. I guess it was just it's that's what sticks with me. I guess. Um, now I have a question. Do you think anybody ever tried to grab the uh, the the gun out of the cop's holster in the UCW arena? Uh, oh no, he's always just standing there and he yeah i was just kind of um you ever like want to do that like just go and i mean you know not just hey, you give it back afterwards but just <laughs> you know just to get the drop on a motherfucker yeah. yeah yeah you're practicing for when you actually have to do it um one of these days i would say that that is a very proto blue lives matter crowd. yeah i would say that's oh, a run sure. theme of a. Uh, I mean, it's in. I think the uh, the triple threat, the, the the triangle match, where there's someone wearing a Kerry Collins uh, Giants jersey, which is <laughs> the most Blue Lives Matter shit possible in 1995. Um, it might be the Raven match. It doesn't matter. It's fucking like this is such a it's such a goofball crowd. And actually, like it's very interesting. Like I was watching. Um, from CZW, Tangled Web, I watched the top two m- matches off of that. That was, like, actually a much more, like, racially mixed crowd than you'd think, like, especially given the w- the CZW reputation of uh, this completely earned of just being garbage. But no, it was, it was, this is not that. No, this is an insanely white, th- th- this is an insanely white crowd. This is a crowd that Dennis Hopper would, would get mad at for <laughs> Well, well, so all right. Like, so yeah. here's the thing: is I'll wait to I won't I won't grab the gun until uh, until New Jack and Mustafa come out. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I'll just let the cop know that he, you know, I was just helping. Um, yeah. So this match is bad. Uh, I, I really like how every bit of offense Sandman hits. He just goes and like leans in the corner afterwards. Yeah, it looks accidental. Yeah, he's just got to yeah. find a wall to lean against. Yeah. Um, he does some like all time bad like he does like a back body drop. Um, he, he, <laughs> he he sends Jack into the corner with like a really weak looking Irish whip, and then he like goes to the opposite end and he looks as though he might try like a running like corner attack like stinger splash or whatever a running clothesline. But instead he just like kind of walks over and then Jack just kicks him in the gut. Um, and then there's a thing in this match where Cactus keeps going for elbow drops and leg drops. Um, yeah, and Sandman just keeps sitting up like not in like a dramatic oh miss like momentum shift way he just doesn't he just keeps sitting up he doesn't know <laughs> yeah it, in the commentary joey styles references the undertaker um, yeah he does not say but right. the guy uh who is too much of a coward to take the flight down here because Sandman would definitely send him back to the dark side multiple times or something. that would be <laughs> such an amazing match yeah uh, that would have been a far. I mean, I'm thinking about not not to keep shitting on Tommy Dreamer, but the um, from the last heel run the Taker had in O2, that was a mini feud with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, when he had like Sandman 
Taker would actually be great. Like Tommy Dreamer is just too pathetic. Yeah, uh, there's a t- entrance is alone. Wants, I'm gonna shit on the last time I'll shit on Tommy Dreamer for this. He wants to be d- Mystery CW too much, and I'm thinking directly of that his revelation that just came out. Uh, Claude, are you familiar oh, with this? Any buck you are the that he had considered showing up to WrestleMania 17 for gone and <laughs> shooting Paul Heyman in the head on live on pay-per-view in air. In the middle of the Astrodome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Murder-suicide murder right on the right in front of the fucking Spanish announce table while uh, the right to censor uh, six-man tag was happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's real normal people hours. Yeah. That is, <laughs> what could have um, been... He wants to be Mr. ECW too much. He doesn't get it. He doesn't yeah. no, no. I mean, no, doesn't. ECW was really bad in 2001. I, you know what? I don't agree. Um, I, I think that's... That's fine, because I think this is a fantastic match. So. <laughs> this match is, um, it's not, it's not great, but there's some, it's, I, it's so, it's so in- bizarre. It makes no sense. Yeah. It, it works it it does it's not a match that it went to plan but i don't know like i said it, it has this it feels like something out of like a f- like fucking zero one or something this is like i don't know this is it's, it's, it's uh, gary Steele getting concussed and then hashikawa uh just keeps or takaiwa keeps lariating him um this match has uh I think no shit. Literally the lowest I've ever seen a person's head be before a pile driver's delivered. Dude, yeah. <laughs> See, of all of the things that like that Mick Foley's ever done, that's like crazy. I think that low key taking a pile driver from a concussed Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, low key versus Sandman. Imagine that. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, this. Yeah, this. It's he is like almost too scary, angles. and it's like a running pile driver too. Well, he's got him by the he's tights. trying to hit him on a chair. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to position it onto a chair. He's holding him just by the tights, uh, which is not the not the way you do it. I mean, you could do you do the you can do the uh, the classic like Texas pulling pile driver or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. where you kind of snap it right, where you grab sort of the the ass end of the tights and pull them up and then snap it down quickly. Uh, that's a you know that's a classic style of pile driver. But he grabs him by the sides, like the hips, sort of, um, and lifts him by the tights. It looks like fucking cactuses. Uh, tights could rip. Actually, it's really. Uh, and then he just sort of slides a little lower. He's like going down a centimeter a second, and then yeah, he lands on his head in a really bad and awkward way. Um, I do want to say while we're talking about a tire is Sandman the most successful wrestler of all time besides John Cena and Shane McMahon who wore just sneakers in the ring. To Mick wrestle? Foley, but Foley his wore whole, a lot of boots, right? Yeah, and his whole Mankind run though it was sneakers. oh yeah okay. Yeah, after he like the the, the WWF Championship run. Yeah, okay, in the in the dress shirt, dress shirt and sneakers. No, that's a look. Dress um, shirt, sneakers, and sweatpants. Yeah, that's our. That's <laughs> a, we can all that, condone that. I mean, that's a, that you know, that's a. That, that's he was a, ready to that, video conference. Yeah, that's a, that's a tax billionaire look. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Work from home. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know, I. Sandman can cuss or not, still has some great punches, uh, so everybody oh, man. take your shot uh, if you, you heard us say great punches. <laughs> um, that's yeah. part of the bingo card. Uh, great punches. And then he goes, so Cactus hits him with the elbow on the floor uh, holding the chair. The ref counts a three on the floor, even though Sandman's literally turned on his side. <laughs> um, 
and then Jack goes up and just uh, just stands in the apron and just sort of like bombs away, drops the chair onto Sandman's head, like doesn't throw oh. it. It's just super funny. Um, Was that, this the finish? It's sort of. Because uh, the finish, he like like flings that thing like it hits sandman really hard yeah so this leads directly into it because sandman it gets the three on that this is a texas death match of course the three count i always love the texas death match concept we've talked about this before <laughs> this is the second texas death match we've talked about on the show i believe is that right siobhan uh onita and goto uh we didn't do that did we? I don't yeah, oh, oh yeah onita no, onita no, and goto versus karisu for- and and dragon master yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's right. I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's it works. In fact, yeah, and it's just he just like no sells it. It's just Sandman just just no selling because he doesn't eat, which somehow makes sense. It makes perfect sense. He's just like I, I just don't give a shit. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it is so weird how the the thing that really stands out from like after the fact is like obvious. Okay, so uh, for all of EC, what ECW was like. Why didn't Heyman send out, like, half his roster, which he would do a normal match, and just say, like, like, nobody's, you get, like, a minute, you get, like, one interference spot from woman, she hits, uh, because there's some knee work on Cactus Jack, and yeah. right. uh, psychology. <laughs> He gives, she gives him uh, a shot with the cane, and it's like, it's just bizarre. Like, you don't have the, you have an entire roster of people who, whose job is to just run out and do one thing yeah. and then just leave. Like, yeah, where's 911? For real. Uh, it's so weird that it's like, you know what? Just let it go. I was going to say, in my head, I was thinking, well, this is kind of early on in that style of ECW booking, but it's really not. This is February of 95. They've pretty much established. I don't know when that double dog collar match actually happens. Is that early 96? I think it's late 95. Okay. So, like, yeah. like that's, of course, the pinnacle of that bullshit. Um, yeah. That, there's no reason. I don't know. He, Paul must have been off that night. He must have been... Um, you know, at a, at a yeah. movie or something. Well, yeah, I mean, would Sandman like... remember that people are supposed to interfere if people were supposed to interfere? Oh, he'd just go with the flow. He's a pro. I don't know, man. He's, he's, I mean, he's, I mean, this match is not going no... with the flow. <laughs> yeah, there's no point where a woman just like, hey, Jim, um, th- you okay? And then it's just like he's bleeding out of his fucking ears or something. It's like, yeah, we, hey, you want to, you want like, you know, give the axe. Like, like something happens here where it's like someone figures out that this is not going well. There's a mo- and like Joey Styles says on commentary to cover. I guess it's like this is a Texas staff match. That means that there can't be a referee stoppage. It's like, firstly, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> there can absolutely Definitely. be a referee stoppage at all times. Um, also, you can have a no contest. You can just do whatever. You, yeah, there's nothing. Th- that's that, the that's thing about some- wrestling is is even if it's like uh, like unless you say the exact words, there must be a winner. Then there doesn't need to always like it doesn't matter. That is yeah. some extremely like he didn't th- he did not literally say I quit even though he has been dead on the canvas for four minutes now yeah. like <laughs> Rusev Cena crap where it's like listen this is y- he he quit he's done yeah it's so bizarre um it, yeah, it's very, it, it's it, it's I don't know there, this match is. It's very funny. It's, it it's, is. It is funny. Uh, he, the last. The last five minutes are so good. It's yeah. like, I know. I know. Like Mick Foley is a good guy, a real sweetheart. But watching him get legitimately mad at yeah. his concussed friend, 
<laughs> to the point where like those DDTs have some real snapped. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's how it finishes. He actually multiple like super sick DDTs on the floor on the concrete, uh, and then like a really gross like chair to the head. Yeah, in between the first and second, I believe. The uh, but Sam ha- will not stay down. By the way, and he, so he's getting pinned no. He the- kicks out at like one on some of those. Yeah. Yeah, and then the ones that he does stay down for the three. He get he doesn't like stay down for like a dramatic near ten count. He just no. He gets up, up at two. Yeah, he's just like, what's the next <laughs> spot, brother? <I'm> like, <laughs> it has some real Arquette gauge energy. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. The cocaine, man. It's it's it was good that night too. Um, so record, I, I just I watched uh, the the Nick Gage Jimmy Havoc match, and I need to say uh, on the air with my God. own voice that uh, David Arquette is objectively a better wrestler than Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. It's like not it's not funny that he is he's it's really sad. We should get him. I mean, I can tell just by looking at Jimmy Havoc that that's true. Have you not watched a Jimmy Havoc match? Zero matches. Okay, um, so I. I it, we keep coming back to this. Uh, neither Siobhan or I have watched it, but if you're going to watch one Jimmy Havoc match, it's Jimmy Havoc versus Will Ospreay with Paul Robinson as special guest referee. I hear it. Definitely 40- try to keep my Will Ospreay matches down to a minimum, too. <laughs> it's like 45 <laughs> minutes long. It's got a bunch of. Oh, uh, God. Like two out of three falls. I don't know. No. There's, there's a whole it, saga about it. It's, it, it, it is a Manos hand of, Hands of Fate sort of thing, yeah. as far as I'm, I can tell. Yeah, I've I've never seen that either, but I can't imagine this is any better. Um, God, yeah, that's. I don't think that's a good idea to do like a Mystery Science Theater three thousand sort of uh, riffing on. I feel like the WrestleMania girls did that, and like during Mania, and it's just like, well, this don't do it. This this stuff is fine. Don't be mean to the. It just to, it's to the hard. Good it's shit. just it's hard because it's like I don't. Like, I have a fundamental base level enjoyment for wrestling where, I don't know, I can't, like, I don't know, like, I'm watching some bullshit, like, uh, like, like Black Taurus or something, where he's like, it's like, you son of a bitch, you're like 260 pounds, stop doing tornadoes, but it's still fine, it's like, even if I don't, if, like, the match is pissing me off, it's like, I don't know, I can't, I can't get into that mode of, like, riffing. Yeah, I can't riff. In the moment. I can't riff on stuff that I, like, inherently want to be good. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's why this is a good format. Um, <laughs> this is a great example of wrestling going wrong. Um, I think that that's the, the, the long and short of it. Um, anything we want to hit on before we move on to our three-way dance? Uh, well, other than just to say that, like, I, I honestly believe that this match is like kind of proof of Mick Foley's genius because he is wrestling this match on his own. Like, it's not like Bret Hart, like, wrestling Davy Boy Smith sure. uh, as, like, a broomstick, but it's, like, Sandman, not a great wrestler to begin with, out on his feet, and ah. Mick Foley is, like, figuring... I mean, I say that with love. I love Sandman, not, he's a, not a great a, wrestler. He's not a great technician. Sure. He's a good, but he's he knows... But it's, like, like Bret had a plan already. Yeah, like, Mick yeah. Foley, this is a on-the-fly, oh, shit, this guy's dead. He's yeah. dead, and, like, Mick Foley manages to stitch a story together, like, in some weird way. Like, the, the selling of the leg part, like, all of that stuff 
it makes a lot of sense. And then it like just becomes like that boat ride from, uh, from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate sure. Factory where it just never ends and things keep getting worse. Nice. Yeah. It's everlasting. Uh, yeah. Um, Five stars. Yeah. For me. All right. <laughs> there you match. go. Your official, uh, uh, Colette rating there. Uh, the, yeah. the, we, all right. So Colette, we call that the, the full dick and balls. It's the Dave Meltzer five star <laughs> or higher. It's the full dick and balls. Okay. Um, I don't. I think we've only got a few that we've properly given that to, so we're going to put that in the pantheon. There we go. Um, next up, the Sandman versus Superstar Steve Austin versus Mikey Whipwreck. This is for the ECW World Title from December ninth, nineteen ninety five. We are going in chronological order. We didn't talk yeah. about that beforehand, but that is the only thing that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, uh, December to December '95. Right. Uh, December to December 2006. Uh, I'm not going to say it's unfairly maligned. I just think that the Hardys Eminem tag on that show is one of the best WWE matches ever. Really? Uh, okay. I haven't. I haven't seen that show. Really good. Did they, Did I they think, run that back at Royal Rumble the next month? Yeah, and with like yeah, because uh, Mercury got the the his face exploded. Oh, that's in that time. Match. Okay. Yeah, yeah, match so rules too. Yeah, yeah, we've talked yeah, about it on the show actually. Well, not at a, length, but we've it's come up. We, yes, we've talked about faces exploding. Yes, uh, yes. So it's but it's like, but the, it is weird. So if you put that in to WWE Network, you're not gonna fucking find this. It's from you just find the hardcore TV episode. Yeah. It's so weird. But and we get our um, we get our fake. Uh, okay, so this actually starts with. Uh, superstar Steve Austin, who is looking madass, Bob Holly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess he is. I didn't even consider it's that. Weird. Uh, yeah. like, super I, ripped too. Yeah. Uh, so Joey tells us he got a brand new crew cut. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I believe <laughs> he says Miles he's is all in for uh, Steve Austin. Yeah. It is very weird. It is. He got a memo. That... I believe he uses the verb "sporting" a new crew cut. Yeah. Yes. It's bizarre how much he is gushing for him, and it really does yeah. seem like, like it's like, like Joe. All right, Vince. We know he's gonna we sign him. We're holding him here just so Bischoff can't offer him a yeah. deal. All right. Or blow this guy. Keep him. You know. And then and then Joey Styles yelled at Gabe's Polsky after <laughs> afterwards uh, he called him a slayer. As we said, everybody who worked for ECW who was uh, above uh, Gabe and the on the raw uh, like on, on the, the order. totem pole called him slurs. Yeah, uh, what did they what whether they were uh, a gentile or not? Todd Gordon definitely did. Oh no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Um, he he had like the the full on accent while he said it too. I won't uh, demonstrate it, but um, now my version of this file did not start out with them in the ring together. Uh, it started out with uh, because I I done, I've actually ended up finding a torrent of a uh, all the Steve Austin and ECW clips, and the the version I had was like a very low quality bad audio, um, but I saw an ad for a jewelry store. And then an, also an ad for a uh, 48-month subscription uh, of the Sporting News Magazine, uh, which is advertised oh, yeah. as the Bible of Sports. And it was like a talking fly at a typewriter. Uh, it was like a cartoon. And, and it, was, it was cool. Uh, also a very cool ad for Holiday Hell Tour 95, which uh, on December 28th in Glen Olden, PA, uh, you could have seen the Pit Bulls versus the Heavenly Bodies. There we go. Um, which sounds really cool. Um, Heavenly Body, like, that's not a match that 
probably ever happened anywhere ever again. Yeah, that is extremely... Uh, we need to take some goddamn bookies because Smoky Mountain just closed down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, love those boys. Uh, Jimmy Del Rey, one of the grossest wrestlers of all time. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, after this match on Hardcore TV, there's a promo where he tries to get with Beulah. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Oh, okay. I didn't actually keep going i should have done that around. <laughs> yeah. uh, um jimmy yeah jimmy del rey another he was uh i think he's from western pa so eh. but he would have <laughs> the jimmy graffiti gimmick in wcw uh where he had some very fun matches is the most uh ecw knockoff ass shit but he would have been very fun in ecw full-time uh underrated very underrated beautiful cabrada yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's got a good like top rope uh, moon salt too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah J- good back uh, good backdrop uh, driver. Uh, anyway, this uh, so yeah, we open with uh, you know Mikey is champ and Austin right. um, for about five minutes. It's not intense. I I don't know if they call it that. Do they? Do they say that Austin is champion? Because this is a no. Mikey is champion. Okay. Okay. No, I thought you meant because Austin pins Mikey. He is the no. He never. No, that's not until Sandman comes out. Okay. Yeah, it's very. It's a. It's. It doesn't seem like it's formatted like that. It's just that Sandman was was taking his time, and I don't know that that they just said screw it's a start, and it'll it'll make sense in the end. Yeah. Uh, Let him get in his entrance. Why, like, during the match, but he also doesn't do the full entrance anyway. He just stands there. And he well, has it, some, it's pretty just, good, though. I like that entrance. Um, I do want to say, yeah. this is the opening of this, where it's Mikey and Austin. It's Austin work, working, like, a real boring 605 match. Yes. Uh, it's, like, it's, there's nothing there. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck is hilarious, as always. His tights under the shorts look is so crucial. I don't think I've ever seen his knees before. Um, <laughs> those goddamn knee, yeah, those knee pads. Those yeah, are, ugh. Uh, one of the worst looks of all time. Uh, and yeah. he's the fucking champion, uh, which is hilarious. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a moment, I do want to just shout out uh, one particular moment um, in this early portion where Joey, uh, so he, so Austin grabs like a front, uh, front headlock or front neck lock, um, and Joey says, uh, he calls it uh, a chinanasi. And then he yeah. says, "No, I'm not going to spell it." Yeah, that's he made, like he made that up. Yeah, that's like when he does stuff like Houdan Conrad, Houdan Conrad. Yeah, yeah, he's such a he's such a he's such a pretentious motherfucker. Psychosis. We say it right here. Psychosis. <laughs> Wait, would he say would he say the words we say it right here after he said it? Yeah, he said. Yeah, oh, he cool. did. Uh, at least when he came back. At least when he came back for his mini run in 2000, after uh, uh, all the luchadors got fired from uh, WCW sure. in 2000. What a badass! Um, <laughs> Love this guy. Um, yeah, it's this this early portion is whatever. Mikey goes for a sunset flip, which is apparently how he beat Austin the last time they wrestled, and uh, then Austin just gets mad and starts beating his ass, and that's when yeah, that rule. Yeah, that was like the only bit of fire we saw here. I do um, love like Austin treating him like a dick the whole time. Like the handshakes that he gives him are like the limpest things. Like. <laughs> Congratulations yeah. on being able to do a hammer lock. Yeah, yeah. Austin is like very. I mean, it's, he's he's working uh, extremely a like uh, you know Zabisco like, working a fucking TV match. Yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, I was like, um, 
son of a bitch, why can't I think of Arm. the Atlanta studio? Oh, um... Center stage. Yeah. Center stage, yeah. This is extremely center stage. Like, And it, it's very... But it's like... It doesn't fit any of this. I don't know. It's very funny. Um, and M- Mikey's... He's a competent guy. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I liked Mikey Whiprack when I was a kid. I, I, oh, Mikey Whiprack. I like him now, one I guess. I, uh, matches that I really want to find an excuse to do one day is the Mikey Kidman uh, match yeah. for the that first was... white type, which is the most northeast match ever before the Northeast Indie Explosion, I think. Sure. I think that might have been the first time I ever saw Mikey, just because him showing up in WCW, I'd never heard of him. Um, we do get the Sandman comes out, and uh, I, the version I watched actually had proper inner Sandman. Um, I'm, I assume that you two watched a version with the cool WWE uh, sound-alike? Yeah. It's, a, it's not it's a, a weird. It's, it's It's not. <laughs> it has more drumming than yeah. it should. It's weird. Yeah. But I, I listened to it earlier. It's it's something. It's really something. Um, woman looks stunning here. Uh, she. I always loved how she would be like lavish, lavishly dressed next to this like former beach <laughs> bum. Like, yeah, next to the guy in the sweatpants and t-shirts. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy who was a surf bum and now he's just a regular bum. Um, yeah, um, this you know down and out and Beverly Hills ass motherfucker. Yeah, uh, right. Never seen that. Uh, I should get around to watching that one these days. He really like the whole Sandman thing. <laughs> if I had to describe encapsulate him is man who d- decided to become a pro wrestler after he f- fell off a roof and <laughs> didn't get hurt. Yeah, like l- like he, he didn't he jump off. The- he fell off. That's yeah, an important off, thing to note here. He got workman's comp, and then he's like, you know what? I can do this full time. Yeah. See, and that, that, is his, that is his whole essence, and that's, that's beautiful. Wrestling is a lot that, easier than, than roofing, I think. I, I, when we got a roof done, I remember these guys um, who like barely spoke English. were definitely like not in the books. Um, you know, bless them, obviously. Uh, wish I could pay them more. <laughs> they, open uh, fucking borders. Yeah, um. <laughs> they were climbing a ladder uh, like right outside my window with like like 200 pounds of shingles and shit just over their shoulders. It's just incredible what those guys do. Um, and Sandman, if he, if he lived that life and got out, I respect him even more. Um, I, I think that is the canonical origin story for Jim Fullington at this point. Um, yeah. S- Sandman does come out and, uh, and so he's, he stands outside the ring arm around, uh, uh Nancy Sullivan and, he throws or he spits his Heineken very far into the ring, uh, right into Austin's face. And then Austin's pissed off. He turns around and Mikey catches him with like a flying top rope leg lariat. Um, and then Austin gets up immediately, drags him to the floor and pile drives him on the concrete. And this entire time, like Sandman has not broken like eyesight. He's just sipping his Heineken, smoking arm around Nancy. Uh, Austin gets in the ring, stares at him a bit longer. And then he's like sick of waiting. So he goes back to the floor and just starts beating on Mikey again. Uh, like this stuff fucking rules. And then he, we get the proto stone cold middle finger followed by him doing the like Hulk Hogan ear taunt. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- this whole thing is super intense. The crowd is way into it. Um, and once Sandman finally gets in the ring, Austin immediately feels big time by comparison. Um, you know, just he's, he's is he the only person not wearing a t-shirt in this 
I guess Sabu doesn't wear a t-shirt. We're going to do a Sabu, Sabu match. Yeah, but both he and Sandman come to the ring and, like, do rags, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only person on the show that that we're covering uh, that looks like a wrestler is, Sto- uh, is Steve Austin. And, um, yeah, he... I don't know. Uh, they, Joey says that no one can brawl uh, with the Sandman. But, like, Austin is, like, an all-time great puncher. Oh, he's so good. Those yeah. punches? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. He's He's... He learned it from you know working Barry Windham and fucking Dustin Rhodes. Like of course he's and but before that working in Texas, obviously working what Bill Dundee and Chris Adams, like good ass punchers. Fucking Eric Embry, yeah, yeah, Eric Embry, goddamn. Um, yeah, this this match is odd uh, because Mikey is Mikey gets eliminated pretty quick. This is an elimination rules. Uh, and it's yeah, the ECW tradition. Eighty percent of the time, the champion goes out. Yeah, first or at minimum before the final two. Yeah. Well, they know sure. what they know what the thing is though. Like it's like Mikey versus Steve Austin is fine, but you can't right have that be the thing. Like it's Sandman and, St- and Steve Austin for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it is it is funny to like obviously like this is. Before we we like like in retrospect, this is a much more interesting match. But it's also at the same time, it's like like what like this represents this sort of weird. I don't know because obviously he was on a huge run, like like and like building his sort of thing before the sort of semi debacle of the ringmaster and shit. Huh, right. But he, it's like so he was like a known quantity, but at the same time, it is like it's like this is more important now than. Or it was more, I mean, it was, like, more important, like, two years, or two and a half years after the fact than it was at the time to see, like, these two and just, like, the way they interact and how Austin, like, explicitly mocks him. He drinks the beer. He does all that shit. Like, yeah. And it's, like, um, it's very, it's, 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 it's surreal, um, but it's... It is it's, really it's, weird, right? Because, like, they, they are so, like, heavily associated as the two guys who drink beer. And I always knew... I've never seen this match, actually. I knew it existed. I knew that Austin and Sandman interacted and had this match um, in ECW. But, like, I never I never watched it. And I never, like, considered how strange it would be. Um, and also just, yeah, Austin coming here to work this match. Um, I don't know if there's, like, a, a good comparison to this i know a lot of people made a stop in ecw in between runs with the big two uh but seeing like an all-time like super megastar future megastar but still um a guy he like, was a big deal in wcw too so. yeah but he wasn't he was held down he u.s champ at best um never never would have been champion there with hogan it's like why he left right right um that's what the promos were about right and i feel like i don't know what the comparison is here but it's you know, I, I guess what Eddie Guerrero after he got fired from WWE in 2002, he worked Ring of Honor and, right. and I, I'd be mid South actually is probably I think that's probably the best comparison is Eddie Guerrero like Brian Danielson sure like and an AIW or goes whatever. and works AIW uh, yeah and 2009 AIW uh, or 2010 AIW when uh, before they were good good um, hey that's my era yeah no I I I, I, I worked there damn it okay jeez <laughs> um, do you want to give a little context for that oh i mean like that was uh i wound up working with them like a little bit later but um yeah i mean that was just uh the brian danielson stuff was like him trying to rekindle his love of wrestling after something really terrible happened to him and uh between that and jakara i think that he wrestled uh 
Johnny Gargano at, uh, yeah, Absolution, at Absolution, which was, or, yeah. Yeah, was it Absolution? I guess it would have been. Yeah, yeah it was Because he came back in, in, at SummerSlam. Um, I didn't know that you were uh, a, an AIW person or had uh, much less had affiliation with them. That is our that is our company. That is our favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I was an announcer there for uh, like two years. Incredible. Um, yeah. Wow, that's crazy um, this is a heavy shot for uh weird world they're not gonna yeah be exactly <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been this trying is... to get weird body and, and worldwide on the show for months oh um, good luck getting 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 them to do stuff yeah keller <laughs> actually them in, like every fucking day it's yeah just, i only wanted a, not, a zine they're... for like three years <laughs> they're not Shots. they're not good at maintaining schedules yeah and... <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Oh, what? They can make um, it to fucking Wrestle Rager, I'm sure. So they can team with Raven. Uh, I guess we're not on Raven yet, are we? Um, Austin. Austin, uh, just incredible here. Um, there's they do get Mikey out. Mikey is bad in this match. He does like a flying run at a Sandman. He goes for another on Austin, and Austin just power bombs him. I think it's the first time I've ever seen Steve Austin do a power bomb. Yeah, um, it's gnarly too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 good. It's real good. Um, they they both end up on the floor. Austin and Sandman do, and Mikey does like it's so the guardrail is pretty close to the edge of the ring. First of all, yeah. but also. Uh, just Mikey does this like no distance to a big gun hello. And it's one of the ones where the, he's flipping over and he's holding onto the ropes the entire time. And he barely lets go right before he makes contact. Um, and then he, they get in the ring. Mikey does punches to both guys and boy, his punches are not great. Um, oh, his back elbows <laughs> suck too. Yeah. Then he, they, yeah. the crowd's beginning to boo. He drops down, does a double low blow. And then he goes for like a, a springboard attack, like not quite a, a lion salt cabrata thing. Uh, just sort of a turning just <laughs> second rope bounce off and then turn. And they both just duck. And that makes the people happy. Uh, people start to <laughs> get into it there and he's gone pretty quick after this. Um, uh, He'll see better days. Yeah, we're for gonna, sure. I mean, it's not like we're never going to talk the Unholy Alliance. Yeah, Tajiri, the Tajiri team is fantastic. Um, yeah, I, and his Cactus Jack tag team rules. Yeah, I've I've seen the singles match they had in March or whatever. The last match that uh, is that right? So, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely Cactus Jack's last match. But there's another one I think where he hits. Uh, Mikey with a copy of like songs and songs of love and hate or something like that. Cause okay. it's a promo. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't it's think I've seen tremendous. that one. Um, let's there's, see. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of weird stuff in that, in the like sort of thoughtful cactus Jack. Like it's, it, there, there, it's a good team. It's a good pairing. Uh, for sure, for the, sure. Uh, of uh, of Long Island schlubs, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't know what what more there is really to say here. Uh, Sandman gets thrown headfirst into a table. Uh, he he then gets strangled with like the wire underframe of the table, which is pretty cool. Austin is ruthless. Um, he does like a gourd buster. He does like a, a really short, uh, a, a sick short knee drop. Uh, he goes to Nancy, steals the Heineken. Uh, he Austin is fully doing. He's he's got some good character work in this. Um, yeah, he's also like the one dude who reverses the table suplex. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and that's like a gnarly spot too, because he shoves him over the guardrail. <laughs> Poor yeah, Sandman. He slides. Like, slides down it to the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Um, I let's see here. 
I don't think I've ever had a Heineken. I have that written down. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever drank a Heineken. Um, I had a Heineken NA. Can't recommend it. Yeah. Okay. What is what is that? Uh, the non-alcoholic version. Oh, okay, okay. I Are don't... we sure it wasn't a Rolling Rock? Oh, it might have been a Rolling. Oh, rock. Oh, it could have been a Rolling Rock. Well, I just heard Man, John Rolling Rock talk about how it's... Sandman likes Heineken. That's I could see that. Well, the, I mean, you know, w- Wayne PA living motherfucker. I mean, he's upscale sure. now. But um, man, that is, I, I don't know. I think a lot about as someone who doesn't drink really, but only occasionally. I do think a lot about shitty '90s beers. You know, your Red Dog, your Ice House. Sure, they're funny. Ice House and man, Rolling Rock is very deep. bougie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This. Uh... God, I don't. I don't know if there's really anything else to talk about here. The the finish is cool. Uh, Austin grabs brass knuckles. The ref gets bumped, and he smashes Sandman in the head. Sandman's foot on the rope, um, and then oh, there is the uh, spot of uh, Nancy reviving Sandman with oh, with the, beer. The beer. with the beer. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. okay, that okay, was... and yeah, and also Austin getting in the ring with the beer and climbing to the second rope and drinking, um, which is like very obviously proto Stone Cold. But uh, it's a bottle, so it's it is very very proto indeed. Yeah. What yeah. If they- also like that's that's what I don't like about this match is that there's a glass bottle and no one smashes it against no one's head. Yeah. It feels yes. If like- this was Knucklepawn or, uh, or 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 Juarez, it definitely would have happened. Yeah, no shitty buckets around. Yeah, God, yeah. I just I've watched a match with that. a with a beer. You know, you know when like if uh, uh, send uh, send Louis Bunchetlon or whatever, where they they pick yeah. up the the crate that has a bunch of beer bottles in it and they throw sure, it at yeah. each other's head, and then just twelve beer bottles shatter on the ground for one shitty spot. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, thinking a lot about buy about what it would take to buy the uh, Arena Nakapan bucket. The, how the many specific bucket, the cum bucket? I mean, how many... Well, here's the thing. Do you think that they have had... That bucket... I think that they have multiple shitty buckets. So I don't think it would cost <laughs> that much, firstly. What and is Negro Navarro's bucket budget? Yeah. So how much <laughs> is it to buy this one bucket and then we just get a, all of... We get Black Terry and, you know... Uh, get Ringo Trauma Logo 2 to sign all. it. Trauma 2. We get... Shout out. He's not allowed. Well, shout out, I, uh, <laughs> I suppose. But he, I don't think he'll be in the country. I mean, I'm trying to get people in the damn country. We get everybody, you know, we, we send it to Daniel Makabe. He gets Navarro to sign it. There we go. Um, yeah. We've got an inroad to, to, uh, to, to Navarro because we're dear friends with Daniel Makabe. Uh, this is probably the loudest you've ever heard my kids yelling in the background, but she is having a good time up there. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah. that's completely uh, irrelevant. Um, no, yeah, the cum bucket. It's a cool uh, finish. Yeah, it's it's great. It's got uh, the so yeah. Sandman has his foot on the rope. Uh, Austin is cornering the ref when an amazing thing happens. Sandman just falls backwards into Austin like the drunkest man in history, uh, and then he whacks <laughs> Austin in the back of the head with the knucks and gets the pin. Austin's foot also on the ropes, um, but the ref doesn't see it. Uh, new champion, um, you know. This, it's fun. This is not a great match, but it's it's obviously it's two like beer drinking legends of the ring duking it out, um, and the cool finish uh, helps it for me. It like protects Austin on his way to the Fed, and I don't know. Clearly, well thought out. 
I don't yeah. know. It's an important match. It know? is. It definitely is. Um, it's, 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 like, it's really interesting to see Steve Austin lose to people who like wouldn't have lasted five minutes with him in any other context. Yeah. No, for sure. He, um, he puts him over. It's not clean, but it's, it's as clean as it should have been, given that he's going to the Fed in a, uh, what, a, two weeks or whatever, like pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, it, yeah, an important match for sure. Um, so we that's our halfway point. Do we want to take a break here, or do we want to just roll through? What do you guys think? I'm going to uh, roll through if y'all are. I think... I'm... Hmm? I'm, Go I'm going to take a small break. All right. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Uh, and But I would like to introduce, appropriately, uh, considering that you introduced Clet as Clet from Athens, we had a nice, uh, like, a five-minute extended best show, set, like, talk <laughs> discussion... We're going next match between two Philly boys themselves, uh, <laughs> Sandman and Raven for the ECW World Title. Yeah, and there's also some barbed wire. Yeah, this is the barbed wire hour. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's gonna. God be cool. damn, that's a terrible. That's a terrible intro. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, right. We'll we'll cut in the. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get some water. Yeah. Um, oh, and now her computer's broken. Siobhan, you back? We ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see here. I don't really know if we jump in with a... Yeah, we'll just say um, uh, that that was the song, right? What a great song. We all listened to it together, right? Did you guys hear it? I heard it. Yeah. It was amazing. Fantastic. Uh, wonderful work by those boys. Um, so, we have two more. We're going to do two more. We're doing four. Classic format. Uh, classic F-O-U-R, Matt. Um, from December 7th, 1996, this is the Sandman versus Raven. I believe this is billed as a barbed wire match, but this is not just a barbed wire match. This is a no rope barbed wire match. Is that right? Is that, yeah. is that yes. what it's called? It's just a barbed wire match. Is that what they, yeah, it's weird how no rope adds to fucking, it mads massively just the, the, to see like NRBW. Where NRBW. Like no yeah. 
Yeah. It, I don't know why. It's very. I think it's just like growing up in like the Deathmatch era, but it's like that's like when shit is serious. Yeah. It's ECW like, never really had the same flair for like match names as like FMW did, though. Well, that's definitely so it would true. just be a barbed wire match. That's definitely true. Uh, I mean, th- we're going to talk about Stairway to Hell in a little bit. Uh, that's yeah. like one of the few exceptions, I think. Um, I don't know, man. ECW <laughs> really loves Dad Rock. If you're willing to look into it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you don't have to look that far. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Sandman is billed at a leaner 263 here, uh, even though he looks way fatter than he did when he was billed at 277. Um, and then Raven has the braided hair, which immediately sells the danger of the wire to me. Um, I, so I, I want to get this out of the way at first. When I was a kid, this was on one of the DVDs, one of the like, the the mainstream, you know, heavily printed and circulated DVDs that was sold at like Suncoast Video or West Coast Video or wherever, you know, whatever it was called where you were, uh, you know, where you got the porno and whatnot. Um, and there's a moment early on where I think Sandman just rips his uh, his Zubaz getting in the ring. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. yeah, and you see a red knee pad. And a very odd skin color for his, like, shin, okay? And so me and my friend, Aaron, Aaron Hart, who has come up on the show a few times, um, always shouts out to him. Uh, My friend Aaron Hart, who actually now has, like, a weirdly uh, uh, military-focused and conservative meme, um, like, Facebook page where he sells t-shirts and makes pretty good money doing it. Uh, It's not ironic. He's he's not doing a bit. He's, He's, you know... We all have our friends from those those times, and they're all bad. Um, we had this theory that Sandman had a fake leg, um, like a, a wooden leg. <laughs> because yeah, you... that would that, that makes him, you know, that makes him that really, you know, <laughs> sells the whole thing, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, he's a fucking pirate. Uh, no, he he. he the, there's like a weird skin tone there. It doesn't look like like a regular uh, leg, basically. <laughs> um, and we thought we we went with that theory uh, for a while, and, and until we you know I don't know saw another match w- with the Sandman in it <laughs> and realized it was ridiculous. Um, and then also I do want to shout out Raven's boot lifts. Um, oh man! Yeah, one of them is higher than I the w- other. I, I would just want to say, I assume that Sandman's discoloration, I think you now realize, is some kind of infection. <laughs> yeah, at the time, I didn't understand. It is some kind of bacterial meningitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that it. Uh, the reason it so perfectly matched uh, Nancy Sullivan's uh, face wasn't just that, uh, like, she she had a lot of makeup on, right? Um, no, that's just what these people look like. Um <laughs> Nancy Sullivan, uh, beautiful woman. Very sad what happened. She passed away. I don't know if you heard. Um, Sandman is... So this is the best match of the four we watched. Um, is there any any disagreements there? Yeah, I, I like I like Stairway to Hell a little bit better. Really? Okay. I, I do too, which is the, the funny thing, because I know that, that that's a match we, you and I uh, have been talking about doing since like episode three or so. Yeah, like, no, that's the one like, in my head that I had built up as the as my favorite, but... This fucking match, um, I think Sandman is actively great here. Um, oh, yeah. He seems, this is the most lucid he seemed in any of these matches. <laughs> um, not that that makes it better, but it, it, I think it does help him here. Cause he's like pretty, pretty brutal. He does like hard elbow drops. He's pushing Raven's face into the wire. Um, 
And then when Raven goes on offense, he just hits a snapmare and a fist drop into the balls, which is a great, that's great heel offense and, and a no-holds-barred environment. He goes for a second, but Sandman, uh, I, had, I was writing Sandman gets the boot up, but it says get a the boot, Sandman get a the boot up. <laughs> and uh, Mamma Mia, Raven really eats it. To speak to Sandman's lucidity, okay, so, like, every match in this is put over as, like, very hateful and all of that, and, like, right. bloodthirsty, that is what you do, but of everyone in this, like, we, we've talked about, all of them, easily Ra- Raven is the one you would most want to beat the fucking shit out of, and oh, for be, sure. like, s- like, aware, like, be cognitive of what sure. you're doing, you, you would, okay. you may want to make sure you left that, that guy up into a... You know, you, you pounded him into the ground. So he's he's creating a memory for himself, you're saying. I get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We get our first wire spot where Sandman goes for a figure four or something, and Raven pushes him off with his feet. And Sandman goes into the wire uh, face first and hangs. Yeah. Um, it's so weird looking. Yeah, it's it's really gross. Um, and then Raven gives him, like, two really stiff drop kicks while he's still strung yeah. up. Um, it, we, the the level of like the recklessness of the wire spots here uh, really sold it for me because you we just watched me and Siobhan both separately but we both watched the final to that Texas massacre Texas Deathmatch Massacre tournament which is a, a no barbed wire it's Masada versus Alex Cologne two guys who I mean obviously they had already worked two matches prior in the night but like you watch a lot of like you watch a random no barbed wire match from now and it, the guys feel a lot more tentative I don't know why. Uh, the wire is also usually a lot tighter. Like, there's something about yeah. yeah. Like, this is a single string is like gnarly. Like, it's just yeah. three loose strands of wire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also like those are like both of those guys have now won a significant death match tournament. Those are both career- sure. death match guys. And you would expect them to like I don't know I I didn't expect anything because I think death match tournament finals are almost always a letdown. Um, they certainly have been all year this year, but, well, the Tournament of Survival one was good, but it was also improvised <laughs> uh, heavily when one of the guys got concussed. Um, God, what if G. Raver faced Sandman? Um, oh, t- <laughs> I have an even, like, my fantasy matchup after watching all these is Sabu versus the Macho Man. <laughs> that's that's all I want. Yeah. Hell yeah. At like at, oh, But like 99 Macho Man, right? Uh, ninety. Uh, yeah, I got. Well, you know, there was like that they, brief moment. Yeah, I was going to say, did they interact in WCW? No, yeah. they didn't, because he got fired in like a month. But like, I if, am certain if, I've seen fantasy booking of this. They were they worked the I same episodes of Nitro like, for sure. It yeah. would have been so good. Like, I don't know, Sabu. Like Sabu has a very like late 80s macho man energy about him for sure cocaine uh, energy yeah like for sure and and i don't know like if if macho man was doing the thing that he was doing in 98 where he was like wrestling ultimo dragon on worldwide yeah but like in 1995 yeah. i would that would that would be like a holy grail yeah i like that i, I like know that. i'm thinking if there's got if there's uh angelo Poffo uh uh, OG Sheik versus Sheik, and- yeah. Oh, that's that ex- that doesn't exist on tape, but it happened, I'm sure. Yeah, um, that's a weird um, like anyway, Livonia, Michigan. That- that's what they ran there before Evolve started running there. Um, yeah, Atomic Drop, Crotch First in the Wire. Uh, like these these boys are fucking going. Like this this yeah. has intense bumping, and um, there's a propped up table uh, on the floor. 
against the guardrail. Sandman does a full front flip into the table. It doesn't break or budge, and it just bounces off of it. Like, they're doing shit. Like oh, it. yeah, some of those spots, like, that Sandman's doing on Raven are, like... Or, wait, no, I'm, like... I'm, I'm like, cross crossing the streams on some of the Sandman spots, but, like, some of the stuff that they're doing is just wild. Like, the table spots in this are gross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah, the thing about Sandman is that, like, he is... Well, I think people know this now, but he is, he is like, never afraid to take a, a bizarre... Like, do something that... Just is just completely weird and he, just like he doesn't take, take traditional a wild, bumps. Yeah, sure. I don't think he takes regular bumps or, at all. Or do some sort of like 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 try some like not like try like some like uh, double wrist clutch, uh, orange cl- crush, like <laughs> you know sort of bullshit. I mean, he'll just like yeah, I'm just gonna like uh, like I don't know, stick my arms out into this. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed her, to do a know. flip, but I'm just gonna turn instead. I'm just <laughs> gonna fall on my head. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it doesn't. It's like I don't. I don't give a shit. It'll. It'll work. It'll make sense in the context of the match. I don't know if he's a. We talk about Sabu, Sabu's psychology a lot because he's a, a, being a very storytelling man. And sure. It's like he like goes for a pin after every move. Yeah, fr- throwing in. Uh, Intentional botches to keep 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 up on their toes. Fucking I don't know brain that, genius, Sabu. Yeah, I don't know if the <laughs> Sandman does that. I don't because I don't think he thinks about that. But I also think that it is. I would think that his mindset is he doesn't give a shit. So it doesn't matter if something looks good as long as it looks like violent and unpredictable and unsafe. Yeah, then it works. Yeah. I mean, good. Like, that's a good way to do wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a couple of spots where he actually reminds me a lot of Sabu. Like, he suddenly gets really quick, and, like, you can't predict what he's about to do. Because what he's about to do is throw his body in the stupidest possible way at somebody. Yeah. They're cut from a similar cloth, I think. Yeah. Um, this this whole match, though. I Alright, so, sp- speaking of, of Sandman uh, being willing to bump weirdly... Um, Raven is trying to prop a table in the corner, which is difficult because there's no fucking ropes or turnbuckles. There's just barbed wire. Right. He's trying to prop a table up against the uh, the the, uh, the ring post, and Sandman comes from out of frame and dives like does a shoulder block into the table, <laughs> which then knocks Raven into the wire. Um, like which is so wild. Yeah, he throws himself through the table. Basically. They didn't yeah. call this spot either. By the way, no. I highly doubt Raven knew this was about to happen. <laughs> Um, and Raven gets gourd bustered into the wire, like thighs first. Um, uh, immediately after ripping off his shirt, which is yeah, psychology. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is where Sandman starts cutting the wire down too. He does like a sort of camel clutch, like wire. The camel in the clutch, mouth. yeah. The whip though. Yes. Yeah, so that's the thing. Raven's shirt gets stuck in the strand of the wire that Sandman cut down, right? Which is cool because the Sandman whips him with it, and the T-shirt gives the barbed wire extra weight. So it is like a fucking. It is like L.A. Park's weight belt. It is fucking awesome <laughs> and he's just whipping the shit out of him um he he does the uh, he picks up the remnants of that table and throws it over off the fucking ring uh onto raven's head uh like heavy looking tables in this match until the end where the table didn't look so heavy anymore of course um but yeah the wire whips he's he's like Sandman is standing in the ring and raven is on the floor and he's just whipping him from the ring and like it's like the wire's like almost reaching the crowd like it's oh yeah it looks like it's going to (laughs) it's so good it's yeah there's i mean there's a spot where some 
no, that's in this, the next match, I yeah, think. There's a sure. spot where, like, barbed wire just ends up in the crowd. That's in the Sabu, just, yeah. I've got a note on yeah, that. Yeah, it's just like, I like, I just think how close the fans are to the ring at all times and because of the guardrail. And just like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's it's so funny. Like eh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Both on both from the fan standpoint and from like the actual like company standpoint. It's just like I have something happens. I'll just give it back. You know, <laughs> well, I want so to be the, a good fan. <laughs> the <laughs> athletic commission in ninety seven uh, in ninety six, I guess too. Uh, it was not as intense, right? Frank Talent wasn't as crazy about because they were doing <laughs> light tubes in fucking two thousand two and CCW until they stepped in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think maybe they got away with more, and barbed wire fr- flying into the crowd uh, was okay. Um, I'm going. I can't wait. Nick Gage Invitational. Uh, it's just just a little under a month away, and we're gonna have John, another spammer, and uh, I don't know if Chris Chris Gibbons has been able to figure out his travel, but I know he requested the day off, and then we've got Ty coming down from Michigan, and. Uh, Mike Stocks is going to be there. We're going to drink and we're going to uh, run away from glass flying through the air. I, I, I like it when the sharp things come towards me, you know? Um, I did say at one point, and Siobhan had actually, uh, we'll get back to the match here in just a second. Siobhan had said that she didn't want to do this. Um, but I said um, if we hit like a thousand followers on Twitter, um, I'd go to, to, uh, to Philadelphia and. Um, I'd have her hit me in the head with a light tube and we'd film it for the, for the, uh, <laughs> for something. I don't know. I'm not really sure what oh, we could do. Oh, well, for. we could do that. That yeah. doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. No. Uh, I, well, at the time I mentioned it, you were, you didn't seem super on board. Uh, but hey, if we're, yeah, let's do this. Um, I, I, I think Philadelphia is a beautiful city and I'd love to get hit in the head with a light tube in it. Um, so Raven is bleeding from, the back, the forearm, the head. He's like, this is a good multiple cuts. Um, Joey yeah. is trying to like sell it, but as a solo commentator, he is he is really bad. I don't know who anybody, how anybody ever praised. I've Joey always Styles. found him really rough, but he's he's got a reputation as being super great. I don't. I think he did. I don't think people think that anymore. I think the I don't, we've revised that at this point. Yeah, and I don't think it, I think. I, I don't think it was just the uh, Evolve thing in 2016 that did him in, but I think people just... That was so lame. Like, that, Yeah. I, I know, like, people were like, this is, like, the reason he got fired is, like, it was offensive or whatever, you know. Um, Colette, you're familiar with why he got fall, uh, fired from Evolve? Uh, vaguely. I it was a it was a what happened. Trump uh, grabbed him by the pussy reference, right? And he said it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even like a punchline. That my issue was less that it was like an offensive thing to bring up, um, which I mean, of course, whatever it is, of course it is. Um, but it wasn't like a like there was no joke. There was no bit. Like he just was, said it to say it. Yeah, it was him grasping at straws for relevancy and like, which is something he did his entire fucking exactly. career. Yeah, he was always. Just it's trying just to be topical man- and shit. Yeah. It's well, that's how man- the Sandman took off. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. This is what this is what the show is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the Sandman was like a topical reference too, like was- the the Singapore cane or whatever, okay. and like Joey Styles just drove that into the ground. Okay. That's one of the things that we've talked about a little bit. But how Heyman's weird Orientalism? Yeah. He has like a weird. Fa- he has a thing with the Taipei Deathmatch. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot and we talked about like, this. I don't know exactly what it is. I think he just, 
I think it's just that old school like mindset. Like I'm uh, like I'm thinking of something from that's a reference to uh, serial killer Pee Wee Gaskins in his book, who is a carny, and he mentions um, like this woman who was like who's a sideshow act who like she was. Uh, I, I think her name was Zanzibar Zena or something, <laughs> all spelled uh, with X's. Okay. Like Zanzibar, and it's just like exotic, like people, like exotic things just stand out. But it's just, I don't know, Hamlin is just, that he just strikes me as that kind of thing. It always, you know, he's a weird dude. Yeah. That's, he, why I don't wanna, that's part of why I don't want to talk about ECW, like, in the vision. Like, we, we've been over Hamlin, but it's just... He's the least interesting thing about ECW to me. Yeah. yeah. Good promo. I mean, not anymore, maybe. I don't think he's a good promo anymore. But, like, him yelling at the that, – that scene in Beyond the Mat where he just gives them the motivational speech before Barely Legal, I think I think that is legitimately iconic. I really do. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That gets quoted all the time in indie wrestling in, in the back. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it is, like, almost a cliche at this point. But it's, things become cliches for a reason. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, I've seen Tracy's mothers do a version of that before a pay per view once. It was pretty great. Oh, I was. I, he had a school about an hour away from where I live, and I believe he closed it. And I should have. I should have gone. Should got back in the ring. I haven't wrestled in. Oh, geez, thirteen years. So uh, it's never too late. Um, let's see here. All right, I got. I got here. Sand, uh, Sandman is absolutely reckless with the cane shots. Uh, He's hits him like twice. He does these like wild like overhand overhead hand. like blindly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy how good he is with this thing. Um, and then, but he does, and I have this written as the most one of the most thoughtlessly insane things I've ever seen. And I remembered this spot when I was a kid. I remember being obsessed with it then. Um, he gets in the ring with the cane. Um, he runs from about two thirds across the ring. Uh, he doesn't like get to the far corner. He just starts about halfway or a little past halfway runs and Kane in the left hand puts his hand, his right hand on the top strain of barbed wire vaults hurdles over hurdles over the top rope of the barbed wire, like four feet high. And then on the way down with the utmost precision, and his left hand, which I don't know if that's his dominant hand or not, but his left hand, he lands the wildest fucking shot with the cane to the back of Raven's head. He fucking <laughs> leaps over the top rope, lands on his feet, and hits Raven in the back of the head with the cane. And it is the, it is the most incredible thing I think I've ever seen. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overselling this. Was this shocking to either of you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, uh, there's something there's something about watching the Sandman do that kind of thing. That's what I was talking about with, like, he's kind of like Sabu in a way where, like, who would even think to do that? Inspiration yeah. strikes him, which yeah. is, the, which, in the best ways. A profound like, man. Yes. <laughs> a good kind of profound. Yeah. Like we've used, yeah, we've used some, we've used profound mostly as an insult in the show. Um he does the table suplex, which Joey, of course, correctly calls the table suplex. I love the uh, table suplex so much. It's, it's so dumb. It's, it's great. It's so dumb. It's a brutal thing. It's, those, yeah, those no, it totally is. 
Those are like super heavy tables. They're um, really heavy, but you would like never you would never expect that to be like a thing though. Yeah, no, it's cool. I but that's should, like a signature Sandman thing. Yeah, bring it back. Somebody bring it back. Matthew Justice or something. Um we get some brawling on the floor, and then Sandman gets in the ring, tries to pull Raven up into the ring uh, by his hair, and then Raven just drops dead weight, and it pulls Sandman chest and throat first under the wire. Oh, so gross. And we, this is really cool, too, because Sandman refuses to let go of the hair, so Raven is just pulling down further and further into the wire, and finally like has to, with both hands, pry Sandman's hand off. Um, a totally like throwaway sort of thing that is made really gross and really cool. Um, by some, you know, extra grit, you know, for for lack of a better term. It's a gritty, gritty fucking spot. This whole match is very gritty to me, I think. Um, I don't know if this it's is... It's a very f- Philly, like, I feel very, like, I'm not from Philly. I visit frequently, but, like, it's a very Philly match, I feel like. There's a child in the front row of this match. It's yeah. pretty great. That's Siobhan. Um, Siobhan is the child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, this is, and this is the, uh, two, I think this is the first match we've ever done somehow that is exclusively, uh, Delco. No, yeah. no, no. Nick Gage versus Nate Hatred, of course, but still. Um, Philadelphia, though, because Nick Gage, not from Pennsylvania. Right. I didn't National know, yeah. Park, New Jersey. Before we started recording, first... I had to ask what Delco is. So I, I actually still have the Delaware County, Pennsylvania Wikipedia page up. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sandman is from Delaware County, and Raven is. I want to say he grew up in Montgomery County, but I think he's always just listed as being from Phil or from sure. Philadelphia or from being from Delaware. The Bowery. But the, Bowery. the Bowery. Right. The yes. Bow- <laughs> like that's his, yes. I remember looking up the Bowery when I was like eight. Because I was yeah. like, what is this uh raven was my favorite uh wrestler by the way i should say that oh he's one of my favorites too but i love ddp so sure, raven DD- always pissed me off right well so all right raven uh when i was like 10 and actually my original um my original backyard wrestling gimmick was i would sit in the corner like raven um and we didn't have like a proper ring then so it'd just be that's like, good i love how that's the whole gimmick yeah I that's, sat that's in the, the corner well like i also raven. i also wore a shirt <laughs> with the sleeves tied around my waist oh well, there you go yeah yeah um yeah it, was a it could have been a dizzy rascal gimmick who's to yeah. say yeah there you grunge, go. grunge rock appreciator yeah i'm grime grunge was my it's a crossover of the two the two coolest genres i guess uh grime shout out to cancel cool. yeah rip <laughs> oh, that's a can saw. Yeah, Eva. Eva, of course, um, a, a good friend of the show. Um, so Sandman is basically dead. Um, he like refuses to let Ga- Raven uh, gain any control, though, uh, because he's just on the ground and swinging his cane up in the air at Raven. <laughs> um, then we get the the, the point where uh, he cuts some more wire down. He wraps it around Raven's head and body, uh, like. Uh, Colette, did you see First Reformed? No, I have not. God. I still fucking haven't. Which, And I saw it, and I was like, God fucking damn it, how haven't I seen it yet? It's You just need to send me it. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll put yeah. it on the... Uh, well, if uh, hopefully Paul Schrader is not listening to this, but Paul Schrader, I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to upload your fucking movie to... Uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Schrader, if you're I, listening. I, I, yeah, Paul Schrader, I love Light Sleeper. Yeah. Very underrated. Big fan of hardcore. Um... <laughs> I still gotta watch Blue Collar. God, talk about like, we talk about Blue Collar all the time, and I've never I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> so, Raven is wrapped in barbed wire. 
Um, Sandman grabs some more barbed wire, wraps it around himself, including putting it down the front of his pants, uh, which is great. He then does another <laughs> leaping cane shot to the floor. He doesn't he doesn't vault over four feet of barbed wire this time. It's been cut down, but he still leaps and just snap that perfect right between the fucking eyes cane shot. It's it's so he's such a fucking maestro. Um, we say maestro a lot in this show, usually to refer to old luchadors, but. What is, <laughs> how else should I refer to the Sandman? Um, what is the Sandman if not an old luchador? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he for knows sure. the Santon Atomicos for sure. Yeah, well, he's, he's about uh, to do yeah. one through a table, kind of, uh, because you know, he, he runs across the ring. Ravens on the table, and I have what I, it can best be described as an insane, crooked, rolling Santon. Uh, Sandman just <laughs> while goes. he's wrapped in barbed wire. Yep. And he he hits the table in parallel fashion. I love that we can now say parallel and perpendicular because now I understand what they those words mean. Uh, <laughs> he just eats a ton of shit. The table just explodes, and he hits the fucking ground super hard. Um, I, yeah, I was shocked. Every like all of these spots to me were just shocking because they were all so like non um, like lacking a cleanliness. These are not two athletic guys with a. I mean, the thing about Raven, I want to say is like, I've, like what Raven sort of like. I think the key to his whole career in ring is sort of feeding off of the mania of his opponents. Sure. Like the his best match in WCW was against Brian Pillman, an, an insane person. His best stuff in in his uh, well, pr- first in his run. Dub, yeah, and his uh, not his talking first, about uh, yeah, okay. As, I was gonna say, like, come Scotty on, now. Flamingo. Scotty Flamingo. Scotty Flamingo. Yeah. As uh, Johnny Polo, he had that great. He had good stuff with Waltman and Janetti, two maniacs. Sure. He had cocaine. Like, yeah, just like he under like, he knows his own limitations. He's, I mean, he's always like the first guy to say, "I'm a shitty athlete, but I get wrestling. I'm a good wrestler." Yeah. And that's sort of it. it's like he understands like to fe- how to feed and how to not take a, like take stuff off the table and it's like what he has to give to yeah. put something over that's he's a great character guy yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I what else is there to say about this match uh the i think the finish of this match was supposed to be uh raven puts the table in the ring they get up on top of the table together and he tries to pile drive him through the table uh but it snaps which is it snaps as soon as he like he tries to lift the sandman and the weight shifts uh they both tumble through a broken table which is I think, what is a classic ECW match without a table that breaks while you're trying to do the move? Um, <laughs> and then he gives him a DDT through what's left of the table, uh, sort of like meanders around, and then he just puts part of the wood over the Sandman's face and pins him to win the title. So good. Um, it's a shame they didn't pull off the finish, like maybe, like I assume, what was planned. I uh, wish that Sandman's family were there. <laughs> Like the, because that's the that's the whole angle of this is that like Sandman, like right. his family, of course. Like it's like the uh, what's it? Lori, yeah, you're an alcoholic. Now I worship Raven. Like that's the best storyline yeah. in like world history. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I think it's. <laughs> I haven't watched that stuff in a long time, but the little kid with the leather jacket is, and he does the pose right. He does the Christ pose. It's iconic. Yeah, it's 
so good. But like the that's like where Joey Styles doesn't suck is where he's like, Raven has taken everything away from the Sandman, everything he cares about, his his family, the title, blah 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 blah. Like, he should be like pretty good. He should be like a serial drama narrator. He should be yeah. like doing like he should be doing like sh- he should. You know what Joey Styles would be good at is if he did like a Welcome to Night Vale sort of like some fucking garbage like that. Oh, and he's God. like, <laughs> yeah, we get a a. a uh, a Philly home companion with Joey Styles. Joey um, Styles as uh, your new uh, Dateline host. Yeah, okay, that's pretty. Basically, the same, <laughs> basically like, the just, same just, thing. Like he's just—he's such a melodramatic motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know. Not to get to because uh, I don't think he, this is something that if you said to Paul Heyman, he would say that was exactly my plan. But Joey Styles is just such a Catholic dude. <laughs> that's how yeah. he comes off in a way. Is just yeah. like he can't sell like. He thinks of himself as very smart, but he can sell, like, the melodrama. Yeah. That's the one thing, because his life, because he views things in such a melodramatic and, like, 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 talking with his hands sort of way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I think this match is killer. I think, uh... Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's not ass. I think it should be remembered as a classic. Um, I need to see Sabu versus Funk again. Um, but I, I think I might like this one even better just because it's more dynamic and, and, uh, just crazier, which is crazy to say that versus Sabu versus Funk, but like, I don't know. I I need to watch that again. Uh, born to be wired, but, um, yeah, great. Yeah. Great. What, what's wrong with that? (laughs) What's wrong with born to be wired? Uh, Orientalism, right? All right. Um, and finally, main event time. Main event time. Uh, we're moving along here. Um, is there anyone you'd like to say is a certain height? Uh, uh, no. I'll I'll leave him. I'll leave. You him know what today. I'd like to say that Go. I am five five and, <laughs> and I am five five point five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some podcast hosts are taller than others that's how that's what morrissey said right <laughs> um yeah shouts out to you i know you're listening um the yeah. sandman versus sabu from ecw this is the stairway to hell match this is from house party january 10th 1998 um we get the long like meandering version of the sandman entrance here and it's really yeah. like the, the, he doesn't go through the crowd, but still, um, this to me is like the quintessential like version of this. And it really makes sense when you remember, oh yeah, this is the match he took LSD before. Um, Wait, seriously? Oh yeah, isn't it? Is this not the one? I I had no idea that Sandman took LSD before a match. <laughs> I've um, never heard this story. I thought that you were just like being facetious earlier. Oh no, uh, Siobhan, you know about this, right? Um no. Okay. Honestly, I didn't know I've I've never heard of uh you know, a hardcore hack uh fucking uh tripping balls um during a match. Uh so uh, officially Sabu, on the record. Sabu mentions it um in a uh in one of the what was that called? Uh Kfabe commentaries uh timelines. I believe it's the okay the 98 or maybe it's the 97 one. Maybe it's, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's this match, uh, but I think he says it cause he did the 97 one. Um, and he, he basically, um, he says there was like acid going around the locker room. Um, and 
uh, Sandman like took two hits, and <laughs> and then during the match he thought that Sabu he thought he was fighting Godzilla, and he kept saying "Here, lizard, lizard." Is the <laughs> wait? He took two tabs. I I don't. Yeah, that's he says. I he said maybe he said a double dose. So I'm not sure if Sabu is like an expert. It probably is though. Uh, let's be let's be perfectly honest here. Break and boo. Um... Yeah, break and boo. Uh, yes, uh, Sandman. Um, is high on acid during this uh, during this match. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. Uh, it's one of the reasons I thought it would be best to start the show with the concussion match and end it with the LSD match. The intoxication oh oh, match. This, yeah, so this makes it even better. Because, I mean, like, I just assume that he's drunk all the time. Sure. Nope, more than that, though. <laughs> the the, he's, L- he's, the LSD he's, was he's good a, that night. He, he, yeah, he's always got a, a solid buzz, but off of, like, gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turpentine, like Hervé Villachet. Yeah, peace, Hervé. Wrinkly little balls. Wrinkly little balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Oh, uh, man. Uh, that got me. Uh, all right, so we start out with Savu draping Sandman over a ladder, which is on the side, and he does the Arabian uh, leg drop to the back of the head. The, the, yeah, the like Arabian guillotine head- style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arabian Legitimately guillotine style. Back of the head yeah. buster. Uh, yeah, and Fonzie's here. Um, he's helping set some stuff up, but he's not as present as you might expect. Um, no, it, he yeah he does it all while they um, brawl uh, up to uh, the Krasnodar, which is very you know good work, Fonzie. Uh, Fonzie Renaissance, of course. Yeah, you know, right Matthew now. Justice, of course. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Matthew Justice, the last ECW original. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matthew F and Justice, of course. Um, uh, Sandman is up in the first three rows, and Sabu does his, you know, triple jump springboard over the rail. Um, I just want to say I've never done acid. Um, I've done like shrooms, and you know, I've done plenty of stuff, but I've ne- never did acid. Um, but I believe it's it's that's the one where you can contract it by sweating on people, right? Or uh, like a contact high from like skin. Is that right? I yeah. don't know. Okay. I buy that. Uh, Colette, you are you are you an experienced user? Or you feel comfortable talking about that? Not particularly. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't know if that's an answer to the first question or the second. Uh, so I believe if yeah, it's so. My point is, Sandman leans up against a lot of people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people. Touch well, it his, is a house party. That's right. It is very. It is very much that rubbing, uh, rubbing up on people kind of shit. Uh, it's like can't God, hardly wait in there. God, now I'm picturing fucking Sandman in at a fucking um, ha- like at an acid house, like at, like the rave scene oh, and train spotting. Or like the have you and seen ha- uh, the Greg Araki film Nowhere? Anybody? No. no. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a big uh, acid party theme. Anyways, watch check out uh, the films of Greg Araki. Um, yeah, same Sandman is part of uh, the Happy Mondays crew. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. That's like totally the kind of kind of thing this is. He's Bez. What if Sand? <laughs> what if he is fucking Bez? <laughs> Sandman is American Bez, um, which is also the name of a new show coming out. Um, so he is high as shit. He does the like the the weird like half elbow uh weird weird like elbow drops and like just sort of back elbows that like are yeah. wild but usually connect um they head up behind the bleachers uh 
to that little stage below the crow's nest. Uh, we yeah. do get a can't see shit chant because yeah, uh, CW fans, it's you know, it is what they do. Yeah, and well, in the practice match, they chant "Bring him over here," which is like a you know, that's a chant that exists now. It's been truncated to just over here, um, but yeah, bring him over here. I, it's every chant started with ECW, except for Phil said that uh, Tom K invented the dueling "Let's Go" chants. So thanks, Tom K. Uh, I also, for ruining um, wrestling. I would assume, uh, Haskema Paskins, Haskema. Yeah, of course. Uh, 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 what the Zach, Zach Saber Jr. <laughs> no. Um, uh, what's the Jimmy A fucking Havoc? That's just, yeah, all right. Um, you know what I like <laughs> when they sing AFI when Jimmy Havoc comes to the ring? That's my favorite thing. Um, anyways. He runs up the crow's nest. He puts uh, Sabu puts Sandman on a table. He runs up the crow's nest and does just the world's most casual dive off the crow's nest. It's like a six foot drop, leg drop yeah. through the table. He never breaks stride. Um, it's classic Sabu, not even thinking, just doing it. Uh, like Teddy Hart kind of uh, kind of mindset on him. Um, and I have elbows written down a lot. But man, there's a lot of elbows. In, Sandman like, is all of good these at elbows. He he's got a great elbow drop. He's got a great like side elbow strike. Um, yeah. And then we get to the point where he uh, he does the he does the table suplex, but he does it with the ladder. Yes. It's so fucking raw, yeah. Like into the into the crowd. Into the crowd. <laughs> the ladder's in the ring. Sandman is on the apron, and Sabu is on the other side of the guardrail and like in the third row, basically, or what would be the third row and Sabu or Sandman, uh, just without looking behind him, just flings the fucking ladder backwards over his head into the crowd. And it almost hits like a bunch of people. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's, (laughs) this is like, this is like the, the most dangerous and good shit that, that you can get. Um, yeah. Outside of the barbed wire whip almost hitting the crowd. Yeah. Well, so we get some more of that too. Um, they do the teeter totter spot, uh, with the ladder over the rail, which is how Joey Mercury broke his face. Of course. Uh, this is a less elaborate version of that. Um, he tries to suplex Sabu over the rail onto some tables that are there, but he can't like get him up super easily. And on, I was like listening to this with headphones. This is the last match I watched. I watched it with my good headphones, like right before we started recording. Um, and you can hear fuck you, fuck you with the good headphones. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's the same shitty Sorry. headphones you have, but <laughs> yes, uh, 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 fantastic and timely reference. Um, he he makes this sound uh, when he's trying to suplex Sabu it's like it's like really uh, <laughs> they, yeah they, and then the, the, the landing is, isn't is like going through the tables it's like slipping through the void of the table yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like right after that there's that spot where like there's the table and ladder bridge and like the like that's the gnarliest bump in any of these four matches I think cause like yeah. I, I don't know it's just like watching someone you're talking about the slingshot leg drop yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like Sabu is draped over the table, but like winds up like catching the ladder too. It's so yeah. weird. So yeah, it's sort of all right. So I have it. I I've got one of my classic uh, uh, architectural paragraphs here where I try to describe this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sabu. All right. So there's a ladder. Sabu is actually on the ladder. The ladder is suspended between the rail and the apron. Sabu is laying perpendicular. See, there we go. I'm using the words. Yeah. Um, he's and he's face down, and there is a table beneath his face. 
Um, and Sandman gets in the ring, and it's basically a picture-perfect slingshot leg drop. You think this was like, uh, like, like uh, Mondo Guerrero doing this, or like, you know, it's like it's beautiful <laughs> um, from the inside to the floor, basically. Like Sandman does not have a glorious landing here either. It is not safe for him, um, and just catches Sabu in the back of the head. They both go through the table. Um, it's I. LSD, you know, it's a, I guess it's working. Um, it's, I guess this is what it hit. This is what it finally hit was right here. Um, I don't know where this shit comes from. Um, this and the, the leap over the ropes with the, the leap over the barbed wire and the precision shot with the single cane. I don't know where this stuff comes from. Um, it, I think, I it think makes no sense. Just, he's just like a child. Like, like I don't mean like, he has like a child like mind, but not in, like I not in a I mean not not to insult his intelligence any like I don't know. That's like that's not actually what I well, mean. I mean I think he just think, looks at things and says, Yeah, why not do that? Yeah. I think that's like I think something you see in a lot of wrestlers like why why not? What do I what do, what do I lose? I don't yeah. know. I think I mean that's and I think that's sort of like part of the energy. It's just like it doesn't right. matter. It's not like I'm getting paid anyway. <laughs> like a lot know. of those dudes are like more athletic than the sandman. Sure. Yeah, like he I don't think you you know, the Hardy's got uh, college scholarships to, to be, like, defensive backs for um, in football. I don't think Sandman got this. Yeah, no, he he didn't. Yeah, he he probably played in, like, uh, in the ninth grade. And then yeah. he, he started smoking weed and just similar <laughs> path to, to my high school football career, actually, as I started smoking weed and I got a concussion and I decided to quit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where this shit comes from. Um, he he just has like a good understanding of uh when he can push the envelope with his push his body to things that are uh that shouldn't be possible cuz he is not a super in shape dude he shouldn't be able to do a great slingshot leg drop like that it's yeah. beautiful um he climbs he climbs the ladder grabs the barbed wire and sabu pushes the ladder um oh yeah this is basically like a jeff hardy like 2001 level of killing yourself bump but there's um, no padding on the floor is there not a table out there i don't know i think like maybe there's a table there but it's not like oh, he goes if, he, if there's a table he goes the WWE tables are way different sure yeah they're not like yeah they're they didn't seem particularly like cut yeah also jeff hardy is again way more coordinated than the sandman <laughs> yeah he's he's like, taking watching that... the sandman fall from a ladder is like watching somebody like like this, this man is going to die. Yeah, it's it is like, a construction site accident. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah watching. Yeah. San, all right, Jeff Hardy taking that bump is like watching a cat fall off of a roof. Sandman taking that bump is like watching your kid fall off of a roof. It's <laughs> it's different. It's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So Sabu um, grabs the barbed wire. He's he's going to do the Arabian triple jump press or whatever into the crowd again um well not into the crowd actually because sandman moves just casually strolls to the side recovered from that 15 foot high fucking flip bump onto the concrete and sabu gets fucked all the way up yeah he hits the rail and then the barbed wire just lands at the feet of like a literal 12 year old child in the front row and it's just like uh like if uh oh god what was the there's like a, a thing where a kid finds a gun. There's like a movie. Never mind. Um, it's 
it's a good it's a good moment, and uh, I I think that kid, you know, that kid. I assume it's I assume it's directed by Gus Van Sant. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, it's uh, it's the like the early David Gordon Green stuff when it was all just mumble like proto mumblecore. Um, so, yeah, Sabu drops that barbed wire in front of uh, in front of that kid, and that kid uh, went on to be uh, uh, Rory Mondo, of course. Uh, no, I, I think that kid probably got to take home that strain of barbed wire, and he was very happy. Um, <laughs> I, I think he probably wore it to bed that night. Um, it's always interesting to see the early barbed wire matches because at this point they had not really figured out the best uses for the gimmick. Um, I, well, I, I mean, all right, look, barbed wire has been around in wrestling for decades at this point. Yeah, for a um, long time. But it is in a arcade. Yeah, it, fuck, it goes back to like the 60s. Um, barbed wire has evolved. Uh, quite a bit, or maybe not the technology, but the actual uses in wrestling <laughs> for it. Uh, yeah, we're coming up with that hot new barbed wire. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like uh, yeah electrified barbed wire. That's actually Bluetooth enabled barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, you can ask it to uh, reorder diapers for subscribe and save. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so he, Sandman, loves to cut the wire. Um, he. What does he do? He's cutting it, um, and Sabu then steals the, the wire cutters, uh, which Joey calls scissors, uh, whatever. Um, and <laughs> and uh, he starts stabbing him, uh, stabbing the Sandman, and Sandman bleeds a lot here. From this is the bloodiest match I think of the of the four we watched. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, um, and Joey like, refers to it as too. yeah. Joey refers to it as tearing a page out of uh, his uncle's book. Uh, sure. Because his uncle would always use, famously, uh, the Sheik would always use wire cutters while the commentator called them scissors. That's what he was known for, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Also, yes, also, I'm also, you know, you love that old, um, you know, that old metaphor, uh, tearing a page out. I think about that all the time. That's that's (laughs) all I always... Tearing a page. Okay, yeah, that is is a very strange... Maybe taking a page is the Eastern Championship Wrestling version while tearing a page. It's is more extreme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tearing is more extreme, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. He puts the crown of thorns, basically, on Sandman, um, hangs him in the Tree of Woe, does a double jump, like, springboard off a chair, and does, like, the flying drop kick uh, into the chair, into the wire, into Sandman's face. Um, I... This match ends pretty quickly after this, uh, but I do want to say there's a moment... So Sandman's just got barbed wire wrapped around his head, which is normal. Um, He's trying to, like, free his clothes from the wire, and you could see, like, at this point, the acid's really hitting. (laughs) Because (laughs) that... (laughs) You're on... Alright, picture this. You're on acid. Barbed wire wrapped around your head. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, there's a moment here where Sabu is on the apron. This is the, I laughed so hard at this, and it, I don't think anybody else probably even noticed it. Sabu's down on the apron, and Sandman tries to drop an elbow on him from inside the ring, and he just oh, fucking no. elbows the bottom rope, <laughs> and just kind of like his like body gets jostled. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Um. Alfonso tapes up the jaw of Sabu, which is like classic Sabu bullshit, where he has an injury, yeah. like quote unquote fixed mid match. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know what it spot. Does, it does make it look pretty pretty gristly, though. I think it's because that part where he hits the guardrail, like, he bites his tongue or something. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. At the time, I wasn't it sure. Is, yeah, it is a... I mean, it's something we've seen before. I think mean, the last time I remember it was in that... Loki One of the Sammy. last... Yeah, one of the last Sammy Callahan matches, but that match, which... Over, where he, overrated match. I mean, the end sucks, but... Here's but it's just it's too it's a it's it just seems so insane to do to just be like you know what fuck this I'm just gonna keep wrestling with uh you know you just you know tie my like tie my jaw back together it'll yeah. it'll work itself out that was it's, for the AAW title it's one of the most prestigious titles in the Midwest they call it yeah, the Big Effin Belt yeah. yeah everyone loves the AAW title yeah it's very important I believe Jacob Fatu is no that's I don't know who the champion is now wow. What a bad uh, company. What a fucking horrible... It's probably it's Sammy, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Sammy. He won from Brody King after Brody King signed for Ring of Honor. Awesome. Sounds uh, great. Good times. Bunch of good people there. Um, so he does a... Sebu does a hilarious triple jump moonsault onto Sandman's ankles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just right on point. Uh, <laughs> Arabian leg drop. Uh, Sandman's head still has the, the wire around it. Uh, like multiple like chair assisted like drops, and then the last one he does he does a uh, he puts the chair under his butt you know does the uh, Arabian face buster, and Sandman's like trying to get up while he does it so he kind of just catches him on the shoulder, Sandman like just no sells that picks up the cane cracks Sabu over the head with it and pins him, <laughs> which it's is so anticlimactic. It's yeah. like the, the all right so the Raven match they blew the finish but they still. This is not anything. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you buy into Sabu's jaw being broken, okay, okay, that's like a home run shot. Sure, okay, I I buy that. That's fair. I... He's, yeah, he just he's like on borrowed time. Sure, yeah. it's yeah. just it is like I don't know. I like I have a thing for just for fucking endings, like like punch out endings. Like sometimes it's just like like where it's just like the match has been so apocalyptic that there's no way to really end it. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, just screw it. Yeah, I'll buy that. I, I didn't whatever consider the... is good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I This one didn't hold up as well for me as I did when I was like a fucked up little kid. God, um, I loved it. I think the only thing great. that it's really missing is like ladder bullshit. Like there's no jumps off the ladder outside of, outside of Sandman falling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much uh, how much bullshit that ladder would have been able to withstand. To be honest, don't um, know until you try. That's a very good point. A very good point. Um, but yeah, the Sandman. I mean, I don't know. Uh, he sometimes he's concussed. Sometimes he's high on LSD. But he's always he's always pretty fucked. Either he's way, drunk. Yeah, he's always got <laughs> I mean, so, something going I mean, on. I mean, there's just something about Sandman that I I just I just find he has a, he has a a weird charisma and charm that is is unlike other is just unlike other wrestlers where he just seems he seems so natural even though and it's because he is but at the same time it's just he has the like i like i called him child like before and i'm thinking of directly of this um there was some ecw panel like last year and it was like it was after they uh the philadelphia flyers unveiled the new mascot gritty and there was just he was just talking him just showing shane douglas like have you seen gritty shane shane have you seen gritty oh man it's so good he's just like he's just he is this kid just like forever like like 55 years old it's that la park thing of just like 
I don't know. Some people are born born entertainers, and Sandman is a born entertainer. I love God him knows so much. How, there's just it's just something. He, he's inimitable. He's inimitable. It's in- a hard word to say, but it's, he, he it's what he is. I feel like we say ephemeral on this show a lot. I think we should say inimitable more. Inimitable, inimitable. There we fucking go. We got it. You got to taste the you know yeah. practice, practice, practice Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's he. There's just something. How do you he, get to Viking Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Also LSD. Yeah. <laughs> it, he just. Um. There's something. He's just a unique figure, and I think like if there's something holistic about like whatever ECW was, I think he represents it. Yeah. Very sure. very well in a way that is just that doesn't. He doesn't seem like he's clinging on to nostalgia when he goes out and does things, even though he is. He just seems like he's just he's just having fun. Yeah, he it just seems like, like he's there to have have a good time. It's like like yeah, it's like I'm in the Singapore Can match like for some like in Ring of Honor with Flip Gordon like team against fucking Bubba Ray Dudley in 2008. All right, that sounds fun to do. I'll do it. Like I don't. He doesn't. He's the, he's not cerebral, but he also. He just sort of does things. He he has. There's I don't know. There's something going on there that is imperceptible, and he, I don't know. He's a special. He's a special performer. Yes, um, I mean there's there's also that special. like that story about how he like wouldn't get out of the ring uh, when they were trying to do the the thing where they revealed Hornswoggle as Vince McMahon's dad <laughs> or Vince McMahon's kid. Like, <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> that would have been way better. <laughs> 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 that Vince Senior's fucking soul had been trapped yeah. inside Swoggle. of it. Swoggle. Uh, <laughs> but like the thing the thing where like Sandman is like thinking on his feet while that lawyer's going through the big list of clues and like San- sure. like all of them apply to Sandman. Like, he was on LSD that night too. Like that was <laughs> that was a he only took one hit that night, but that's all you need Man. if you're in the presence of those legends. Um, he had a pretty good feud with William Regal that year. Totally mm-hmm. worthwhile. Yeah, just, yeah. Sandman's, I mean, I think Sandman's WWE run. Uh, that I yes, I like WWE, ECW. I like all the stuff around it too. I'm I'm down for all of that. It's great. It's the real ECW. That's right. <laughs> I mean, as we all know, it's not like Vince wasn't paying for ECW the whole time anyway. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you, flag. We we look we, it up. That Austin. Uh, yeah. Why would they keep him? Why would they keep him fucking uh, protected with that finish? You know, like there's plenty of reasons. There's plenty of things you can see. Um, yeah, do do the research. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, why I'm, would I'm, they put Brackus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we're gonna do a podcast there's, there's one a day where we talk. Alfonso um, nearly bled to death, pr- prove, trying to prove that he wasn't going to WCW, <laughs> and not trying to prove, and not bled nearly bled to death, trying to prove that he wasn't going to WWF. Definitely, we should uh, we should have a new podcast where we talk. Uh, only about the WBE funding ECW and also Jeffrey Epstein. Um, <laughs> well, sure the, you know, Triple H, he's, he's going to have a takeover on that uh, in the temple. I, I said I said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> uh, uh, looking at my hands. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the Sandman. He's great. He's still great. He's better. I think this stuff holds up better now than it ever did back then because back then yeah. we were all, I mean, what, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't doing heavy critiques of wrestling in 1995 or whatever. Um, but people were, you know, people on the internet were a lot more critical of this kind of stuff and a lot less accepting of 
the reckless and like the just the fun crazy side of wrestling um i don't know you know you look at nick gage or whatever now and obviously nick gage i think is a lot more lucid um i don't think nick gage is probably do you think nick gage has ever done acid before a match i don't think he has I don't think it's a style. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of person who'd do that. Yeah, um, but like he he has a similar you know like try shit, see what happens, and it d- don't give a fuck sort of attitude. And I don't know. I think Sandman is. I think he will age. Uh, you know, even uh, better and better. Yeah, um, a fine wine. Like, yes. The complaints about Sandman. Well, are like, oh, he's on athletic. He doesn't like. He doesn't know what he's doing. And it's like. Nobody fucking knows what they're doing anymore. Nobody's athletic. Yeah. It's like, he has, but he, like, you can see him and, like, he understands his surroundings so well. And that is the thing that has always been the most important thing in pro wrestling, is understanding your audience and the ring and the surroundings around you and saying, what, okay, what do I do with this? Yeah. And he fucking, and this is just, we, like, all these matches we show, it's like, he gets it. And that's, 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 that's all he can ask for. Regardless of how fucked up he is, um, Colette, do you have any uh, anything you want to plug? I don't if you want to do uh, that. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, outside of like my my books, which uh, are available uh, at places, um, I started a Substack about music lately called right. Satan Laughing, uh, and that is at satanlaughing.substack.com. Hell yeah! Uh, otherwise, I am at Colette Aaron on Twitter. Yeah, that's uh, C O. I'm not gonna. I can't. C O L E T T E A R R A N D. All right, one L T T S, two R's, and there's, there we go. A, there's yeah, A's and E's. Style. There we go. Yeah, uh, um, and then yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you for listening. Uh, we're gonna instead of uh, ending with uh, Aquarela do Brazil, we're gonna end with Jeff Jarrett's uh, theme music. What does everybody Cut think of that? Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go stop setting I- the damn. Stop setting the damn Amazon on fire. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks that- for listening. <laughs>